I don't want to tell some eight-year-old kid he's got to sleep in the street because we want people to feel better about their car. Do you want to tell them that? Well, yeah, because the car is just one of the great many places that you can listen to this episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Reflux capacitor, fluxing, Welcome, Rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I'm, I don't know why I'm so dire there. I'm her captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul, the Master Interrupter Vice President Powers. Hey, Captain, I would have taken a bullet for you. Ah, thank you, Ving Rames. Also, for this discussion of the film, Dave, we welcome back aboard ship's health inspector, Dale White. Hey, Dale. What's up? What's, What's up? up? In addition, we are glad to have back aboard ship's communication specialist, Ken Cummings. Hey, hey Ken. glad to be back. Um, glad to be here. I'm glad that you're all feeling better because, after all, we have the ship's surgeon here. So if you do start collapsing, we can send you to the sick bay and you'll be all well, right? He he's a health inspector. I don't know if he's still a, a oh, surgeon, well. but oh oh health inspector. Well, we have a hologram uh, doctor on board, you, don't we? Exactly. <laughs> Let me put this food away. Be back. <laughs> well, don't go too far, Ken, because this is actually your sixth time on the Woo-hoo! podcast. Do you know what that means? No, I, I do not. That means you are now promoted to chief. Uh, Communication specialist. Congratulations. All right, Chief. Whoa, wow. Okay. Yes, indeed. It is a, it is a big wow. Congratulations. Your responsibilities have doubled and so have your taxes. And so well, and, pay. And yes. pay. Yeah, your pay is doubled. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Two times zero equals zero. Wow. I, I see. I see how it is. Anyway, now that you have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview, overview of the production specs for Dave? Yes, Dave is a TV series released in 2020. Uh, stars David Bird, Andrew Santano, and Gata. It, Paul, so, Paul, yeah. Paul. Yeah. This is 1993's Dave the Movie. Oh, sorry. Hold on. I don't know why this goes Let's keep moving, folks. We're walking. We're walking. All right. That's my line. <laughs> <laughs> Dave was released May 7th, 1993. It's okay, Ken. We're walking. It runs an hour <laughs> and 50 minutes. It's rated PG-13. It was directed by Ivan Reitman, who did, like, Ghostbusters or something. It was what? written by uh, Gary Ross, with lead stars being Kevin Kine, Klein, Sigourney Weaver, Frank Lagella, and a few others you may or may not recognize. The music was composed by James Newton Howard. And are you ready for the box office trivia? I'm ready. Ken and Dale, are you guys ready? Go for it. Awesome. Yeah, and anyone here live okay. in stream, <laughs> uh, you're welcome to join in as well. Go for it, Paul. And I'm don't sorry. don't kick Ken Wise down, by the way. What is it? Go go for it. I'm sorry. I can't do that, Dave. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dave was made for about $28 million and earned over $63 million in the Ooh. box office. 
given this awesome. and the fact that it was released theatrically in 1993, how high in the box office do you think it ranks among the films released theatrically in 1993? We'll go for the top 50. Top 50. So let's start with Ken. What's your guess? Well, it's Jurassic Park here, so clearly number oh, one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 33. 33? How about you, Dale? 15. 15. Uh, let's see. In chat, we have 25 from Geek Devotions, 28 from Ashley, 42, of course, 42 from Babo. Yeah. For me, I'm going to guess somewhere in between all that. I'm going to guess 21. Blackjack right. 21 here. Stacy and also 20. Stacy also guesses 28. And Detunkson guesses 7. All right. Well, Paul, where did it end up in the top 50? Everyone should be following Geek Devotions because they are correct with Whoa, 25. 25. Well, I was close with my 21, so there. Yeah. Sure. We were all <laughs> close because they were all under 50. <clears throat> all right. I suppose that's true. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for those factoids, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind meld or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we'll get into once Alice is located. Our target film. Alert. Alert. Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis vector. Critics rave over Dave. Yes. Joel Siegel, ABC TV, calls Dave the first great comedy of summer 93. Dave gives my vote. Peter Travers, Rolling Stone, says Dave's irresistible, entertaining. It's a winner. And David Sheehan, NBC TV, calls Dave a surefire comedy sensation. Whoa! Kevin Klein, Sigourney Weaver, Dave. An Ivan Reitman film, rated PG-13. Now playing at a theater near you. Yes. Well. It's a comedy? Okay. Let's keep moving, folks. We're walking. We're walking. Watching that commercial is a surefire way to bring back some memories about Dave and to give you some context for the things we collectively remembered most before our rewatch. Here's our memory mind mode synopsis for Dave. Do you know that? Do you know that girl from Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yes, that girl. Well, her husband, the white guy from Wild Wild West, what impersonates the president of the U.S. of A. So well that Skeletor and his minion hire him to double as the president, hoping to become master of the universe. The impersonating president impresses everyone with his changes, including Dana, not Zool. Gosh, do they really think they could get away with this? Whether they do or don't, it's a happy ending. I, I'm sure some of that was certainly in line with what actually happened in Dave, but some of it was most happy. Deceptive. Maybe, maybe not. So right, I mentioned well, this on my stream. Mm -hmm. Red Fast Times, Ridgemont High, and everyone's like, what movie's that? I'm like, oh my gosh. I've heard Everyone's of it, but so I've, never, young, okay? I've never seen it. I've heard of the movie, though. I'm like, yeah, Kevin Klein's married to Phoebe Cates. Right. Like, who? I'm like, what? You know the what? girl from Gremlins? <laughs> you know, oh, is that Goody in it? <laughs> is Phoebe Cates in Goody's? No, Corey Feldman is. I know, but is in Goonies with Phoebe Cates. So she is in Goonies. No, she's in Gremlins. But you said Goonies. I said with the kid, with the goo. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Where are we? Let's keep moving, folks. We're walking. We're walking. We're walking. Yeah. 
All right, based on those memories, as flawed as they apparently were, Goonies, Gremlins, and Dave, what range did they lead you to predict uh, before you rewatch this film? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Let's start with Dale this time. What was your prediction, Dale? Nostalgic. Nostalgic. How about you, Ken? Nostalgic. Nostalgic. Paul? Classic. Classic. For me, I'm, I think I'm the only one here that has not, had not seen this movie before. So I had, I remember thinking, uh, I, I didn't really know that much about it other than Kevin Klein plays himself impersonating the president. And That's impressive that you knew that much because people who usually haven't seen it know nothing about it. <laughs> well, I remember the ads, but that, that, that uh, gimmick didn't really stick with me as something I wanted to see, but I, I knew of that. So I, I gave it middle, middle of the roll road nostalgic, so it's up to it to impress or depress me. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see if those predictions came true. But first, let's get into our discussion of the things we liked most about Dave. Let's spin up our... Best three. And let's begin with Dale. What's one thing you really, really liked about Dave? I love the actors that I saw in this. Yeah. The, the actors you saw in this? Yeah, totally. Kevin Klein, Sigourney Weaver, Frank Langella, but, and King, Ben Kingsley... Yeah, that was nice. Uh, yes. Um, I don't know his name, but the actor that played Alan. Kevin Dunn, I believe, yes, is his Kevin name. Dunn. He, I, see, I remember seeing him in Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. Played he's the dad, other, yeah. He's been in other movies, but he's, I've noticed, I recognize him as in that movie mo- mostly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> yeah, um, like all the cameos and stuff, yes. It's just, I just like... Every time I saw would see an actor, it it, would, it seemed to elevate it some. Mm, yeah, yeah. So okay. I just that's that's my first like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just seeing the actors, and and one of one of those uh, actors made my like list. Kevin Klein. I'll speak to him. Uh, he was one of my likes. I just loved his little embellishments and innocence that he played in the in the Dave character. And I mean, he's definitely way worse as the, the present. Um, what was his name? Mitchell, Bill Mitchell, Bill Mitchell. Yeah. I, I mean, he's definitely, definitely played a president you don't like in that role, but as Dave, he was so fun loving and I just really, really sweet. I really enjoyed him and he did a good job in both roles. Uh, Ken, were any of the actors, did any of the actors make your like list or was something else, something that you appreciate about Dave? That saddle come out tomorrow. <laughs> that your bottom dollar. That tomorrow there'll be sun. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, like okay, like Annie's that. or or uh, that's what's Zool the, Oliver that or whatever. <laughs> I can't remember. Who. I, I liked in that movie was them him singing that song and the way he did it. Right, mm-hmm, you know, it was mm-hmm. just it was just it was just good. I just loved it. it yeah, wrote it down thinking, oh my gosh, I, mean, I love the song. Of the musical, and then seeing that and doing it, it just, it just good. Awesome. Oh, Apparently, cool. we need to review Annie and Oliver on this film since the yeah, captain so we, can't distinguish between the two. Well, which one does that come from? Which one? I don't know. Well, that's why I said we should review it. You'll don't find out. Get, whatever. Paul, we're reviewing Dave right now. No, oh, okay. We're, we're at now now. So why oh, don't you give me your okay, like so like for Dave? Folks, we're Whoa. walking. We're walking. Oh <laughs> we're in 1993. We're not now now. We're 93 right now. Okay. Ken, we're not. I will demote you now. like that. 
Uh-oh. There goes half your pay <laughs> like that. <laughs> Don't worry, he's done that to me many times. Oh my Anyway, uh, one of the things that I really uh liked about this film and something that i didn't really expect is that last speech oh. he gives and it's mm-hmm. very motivational and he talks about like the president being a temp job and how he yeah. kind of forgets that and i think a lot of us forget that sometimes yes and it's 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 very well written i it's i find it very uh very good awesome very cool uh let's go back to deal what's something else you liked was it the writing maybe something about cinematography anything like that uh, throughout the movie, I liked the um, Dave's gain of confidence, if you will. Um, oh yeah, how he grows in, into almost being like the president. Well, at, yeah. at first, he was like re- reluctant to play the role, if you yeah. will. Mm-hmm. But but then, as he goes along, and then he seems like he, as he grows into the role or whatever, he's he's got the courage to fire fire franklin jealous character and yes that's i I like that turnaround absolutely yes and it's cool how he sort of corners him into doing the budget like everyone's there so he can't like single uh franklin jealous character can't single out dave and what that's where i like franklin jello in in the movie the way he's he's you see him do that pp walk that through the through the past bonnie hunt as she yes walking walking and walking and um yes. just try to get see what, what what's going on and then dave fires him yep and, uh, exactly so yeah frank langella does a really good menacing like for formidable foe let's put it that way well we'll talk about that in a little bit but yes waiting for it Paul, what were what were some of the like little elements that you really appreciated, or one more? I about? was very impressed with the sets of this. This looked like the White House. It yeah. looked like right. It was filmed on location, but after watching yeah. the 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 behind the scenes, they rebuilt most of that interior yeah. stuff. Yeah, that it, it, it's just incredible. But the way the whole tone of the film visually made it it just felt real like you were really in yeah, that and definitely. it felt authentic and yeah. i was really impressed by that yeah i've never been to dc myself but i i've seen tons of dc movies and this looked like another one yeah. that was there so i've seen national treasure i know what dc looks like <laughs> that's pennsylvania no it's both what I yeah I, I was gonna say um let's go back to ken what did you like about uh, 1600 pennsylvania avenue well, the things that Dale mentioned, the cast of characters, okay? Yeah. And it, it's just like, you know, like you said, Frank Langella. You know, I recognize Kevin Dunn. Ben Kingsley was sparsely used, but I was like Ben Kingsley, right? Because Bing Rains, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I saw him, I'm like, whoa, what? And how much he's in the movie. Okay, yes. whoa, this is kind of cool, right? Seeing him there, yeah. right? You know, especially considering I've seen the re- recent uh, um, trailer for Mission Impossible. Yeah. He's in it, you know? And, is uh, he still also, in it? Oh, yes. wow. He's not and dead so, yet. Also, <laughs> Bonnie Hunt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can I play it? Come on. Oh, wow, sorry, Paul. That's keep wow. We're walking. Sorry, walking. I wasn't walking. Now I'm there with you. <laughs> I saw that, and she did and that. I'm time. like, Bonnie Hunt. I'm like, that was probably the, one of the, I wasn't my classmate, but one of the great things in that movie. Keep yes. walking, keep walking. Oh, there's the, then there's the secret, so the staff. Like, oh, he's, he's leaving. Okay. 
Okay, well, keep walking. It's like, yeah, yeah it's a I was very surprised. Small role. Yeah, I was surprised that was that's all she was, and I was to see her again. I was just, yeah, you know, yeah. No, you know I'm why she's not in there because she kept. Let's keep moving, folks. Oh, we're walking. Gosh. We're walking. Hey, don't forget Charles Grodin too. You know, even small role too, but still. Oh, you know, there are yeah. so many wonderful small roles yeah. in this. I don't that's... know if I I can. I'm not having trouble putting a face to that name, Charles Grodin. Who is he, he was the CP, CPA, the accountant guy he brought? He was Dave's friend. Dave's friend? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Now I know who you're talking about. The dude with um, the bad haircut? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are lots of, like you guys were saying, there's lots of awesome uh, little like bit parts in this, but they're played by named actors for sure. And, and non-actors, also... like political commentaries of the day. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like the McLaughlin. McLaughlin group? group, yeah, yes, yes. Jay Leno. Yeah, Charles, Charles Broden's yeah. been around for a while, but a lot more movies in the seventies, like Heaven Can Wait. Yeah. He was in it, you know. But uh, so I just remember him 80s, falling in love with Miss Piggy. 90s, oh, he's yeah, Muppet he's in the Muppets Caper. That's yeah. right, Muppets Caper. Yeah, Beethoven. Yeah. Oh, Beethoven. Yeah, but I too. Yeah. There's lots of movies out there. Bit, There's lots of moments not- in Dave, and one of those uh, moments that I really liked. <laughs> Thanks for keeping us walking. <laughs> was I? I just loved, and this is a spoiler. If you've never seen Dave, this is a, this is a very funny moment that will be spoiled if you have if you haven't seen it. But um, so turn it off for thirty seconds if you don't want it to be spoiled. But I love the moment where Sigourney Weaver finds out Dave is an imposter that he's not Bill Mitchell by like conning him into. I remember when you were the I forget the secretary of some. Like some, right. some so representative, I think it was. Yeah. yeah, a representative of the seat race or something. And you were never the representative. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was not expecting that. Aha, I tricked you. <laughs> exactly. No, I tricked you. I was testing you. <laughs> no, so I really appreciated that moment quite a bit. Indeed. Well, after that, is that, you know, he's like, it wasn't when you saw me in the shower. She's like, oh, yeah, that no. was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but she also said, she saw, she, she actually did it before that. It was like, she recognized him being beforehand, but then that was a clincher. Was that yes. yeah. like looking Up when she he looked at her leg? Yeah, oh, it looked like her husband, though. Physically, apparently, I was yeah, I was curious about that because I'm not going to go down that road. Anyway, yeah, let's. I, the road that. I want to go down is our classic makers, guys. The things we loved most about Dave. I feel like we got here really quickly, but sometimes you just snap, snap, snap right to it. Let's start walk in, with walk in, walk in. Paul. Exactly. Let's start with Paul. What's what did you love most about Dave? Um, the classic maker for me is uh, what people have said before is about this cast. It's this is a small little story with a big cast. It's almost unnecessary to have this these many yeah. great people in this such a small story, yes. but I think it really helps push the story. In fact what the cast does tonally with the story i think and the humor it does uh they do it so well and I, it wouldn't have been as good without this cast yeah absolutely i totally get that and that sort of rolls right into my classic maker uh paul picking out some another singling out one more person from the cast and i think daily this was your classic maker frank langella he is just such a great uh, I don't know, just someone you you love and, to hate. He's just so good at being so despicable yeah. and just so just I don't know, just cruel in this very like uh 
subtle way. I I just was really well, impressed by his performance and how he just had so much disdain, but what, held it back. And it was yeah. he really played that duplicitousness so well. So yeah. And I would notice this time it's his the tones in his voice are so soft and mm-hmm. and subtle and deep. It's almost soothing. So you can see how someone like him could be in a power of position. Yeah. But then how he what he does with that power, he just he plays that role really well. A- absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and Frank is still alive too. Yeah. Oh, he is. I oh, like cool. he's the voice of the console in Destiny Two: The Witch Queen. There you really? go. Oh, well, alrighty. Yeah. I'm back. Unlike Apparently. Charles Grodin, who passed away last year. He did? Yeah. What? Sorry, Miss Piggy. Got to move on. Oh, my. Um, let's move on to Dale. What was your classic maker for Dave? Uh, hi, I'm Ellen Mitchell. I, I like that. <laughs> I like I like that turnaround. With the yeah. Yes. Yeah. I said er, I said earlier, I like how Dave turned on Frank Langella's character. Yes. But then as she walked it, she walks side by side on Dave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I just love the, how she, how she tells him that she found out that he is not the, her husband. That, yes. And then, and then, and then, and then shortly, is on his side, you know. I just mm-hmm. like how that all played out. Yeah, and I, well, I, I, I'll, I'll reserve something I was going to say just in case it happens to be Ken's classic maker, so I don't walk over it. Uh, but I we're do want to circle back <laughs> in case it's not. So Ken, why don't you give us your classic maker? Well, it's not that, but I want to add to that. You know, yeah. the fact that in a sense, what she got from Dave mm-hmm. was or. You know, from the uh, the what's the actual his real name? Anyways, the guy she fell in love with physically, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now the man she really wanted emotionally and uh, yeah, morally, say, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. She wins out because she kept the guy she wants to. You know, yeah. Um, my classic maker. So at the very end of the movie, mm-hmm. he's running. Okay, so he's running for uh, congressman, so oh, oh, no, yeah, local yeah. council member, and she comes in. Yeah, and she's like, "Hey, I'm here. To, I want to help, right?" And they start kissing in the office, yes. right? And then, of course, really didn't notice the blinds were open. That was stupid. Okay, but anyway, yeah, they right? close the blinds. They close the blinds, and here's the here's the customer. Okay, the ending with Dwayne, Ben Rings, okay, t- coming over there, except standing right in front of it. Yes, that was great. Because he's now going to protect him here. Yeah. Yes. That was the best part. Of the whole movie. <laughs> <Aww>. The ending. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great cap. It's sort of a great conclusion to Ving Rhames' character, for sure. I really he, like that, yes. You know, this almost made my life list, but that whole thing with him running as councilman, I didn't uh-huh. notice it until this watch. That's the same route that the vice president took. He said yes. he yeah. So yes. he was taken on that that same route. Yeah. It's kind of like a. I I I thought that was clever in the script. Yeah, to do that. how he sort of learned from another character that had walked that road. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, what I was going to allude to, and it actually goes right into what you were saying uh, about that scene where they kiss at the end. Ken, I really appreciated that they didn't end up in bed together, even though yeah. uh, her Bill Mitchell, the the actual president, is you know, pretty much in a coma from a stroke that, uh, 
Sigourney Weaver's character and, and Kevin Klein's character didn't uh, hook up or anything. They did. I don't think they even really kissed. They just no. Served, they were I definitely thought that was weird. Such a passionate kiss at the end there when that was their first one. Well, yeah, but I to, I totally get that. I totally get that. And I I really appreciate the innocence of that. That they didn't go to those places before her husband had passed away from that stroke. I just I. I feel like so many movies would have just like crossed that line so easily and went people and they wouldn't even bat an eye at, at that. And I just really appreciate that they didn't do that in this film. So I want to speak to that. Good job, Ivan Reitman, even though you're not around anymore either, but still. Yeah. Here's the thing I had to do this. I had to look up because Gwen Weaver is a tall woman, okay? Oh, yeah. How six, over, tall is Over six feet tall. Yeah. She's eight, about, eight she's foot about ten. an inch. <laughs> she's, a, she's an inch shorter than Kevin Klein. So Kevin Klein's that tall? Oh yeah, my gosh, yeah, I had yeah, no he's, idea. He's about an inch taller than you, Captain, if you look at the video. I had, I had to look it up because I was like, because I know she's a tall woman. Yeah, so yeah, he is, So he's six foot one and a half. I think she's six foot one. Okay, so okay. Just, I was, right I was height, wondering about thing. that. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Thank you for looking that up, Ken. Wow, so much, so many things uh, to like about this movie. Uh, but you know what? We do got to get along to the things we don't like. Yes. Except I forgot one more thing what? I liked. Uh, wah, wah, wah. Standing and Brave. Each week, hosts Chris Cowan of the Babylon Beat and Nate Henderson of Some Boring Budgeting Job confess their privilege, spotlight stunning social media posts, and fabricate outrage, all while keeping your, you super woke and enlightened. They will make you laugh. That's right. You have no choice. Check out Standing Brave at standingbrave.net. That's great, Francisco. Did they cover Dave or what? what's going on? Why do you like them? What's, Sometimes what? they bring up the president, probably. <laughs> I'm sure they have at some point. Sure. Oh, you're, you're, you're right. I, I, I have no doubt that they have brought up Broughton. That's, a, that's an English word now. Along with all the current yes. politics. No, Dave was stunning and brave. Oh, well, that too. Oh, yeah, for standing up to me? Franklin Jell. Yeah, yeah. 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 Standing up and yeah, making jobs for everyone somehow. Uh, all right. Uh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe there isn't a direct connection from Stan Brave to Dave Paul. All right, I'll give you that. Woohoo! How about some finally? Tri- how about some trivia about Dave? Yeah, much better. Let's have all some right. trivia. Did you all realize that Sigourney Weaver? Uh, Sigourney Weaver's hair is short in this film. Yes, I and did notice that. I mean, yeah, good. I'm glad you were paying attention. It's short and like it's like a neck length or just just above neck length, and that's because right. she shaved her head for her previous movie, Alien uh, Cubed. <laughs> it's actually Alien Three, but you know, uh, the exponent. Oh, I thought she was trying to go for the Gozer look. Okay, no, <laughs> so that would have been funny. Be My funny. question to you guys is. What actor or actress do you think looks better bald or with a buzz cut than with their their uh, hair head grown out? I'll, I'll go Let's first. Let's start. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Paul, go first. Go first. Um, I was going to say, oh, no, I will say um, uh, Die Hard, Mr. Uh, oh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. I think he, he looks good bald. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. The, rather than in the first Die Hard movie, then the, with the Widow's bit. Peak, yeah, 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 um, or Kevin, uh, who is it, Cranston, Brian Cranston, oh, from Breaking Bad, he, right? He looks better than he did in Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> I thought he looked best as Zordon, but okay. 
Oh, well, he's kind of hard to tell, but behind that tube and it's all stretched. <laughs> uh, let's see. Before we go on to you guys, uh, we have some in, live in chat. Samuel Jackson says Geek Devotions. Yeah, that's nice. strong. Uh, let's see. Ashley says The Rock. That's going to be mine, Dwayne Johnson. Darn it. Ashley. Oh, I thought he was talking about the movie. Is the movie's bald, Paul, or, or not bald, but has a shaved head. Whatever you mention it, no. Ken, who? How about you, Ken? What's your answer? Well, if you ever watched my stream, you know you'll notice in my five minute rundown, it was a point in time when I was bald. Oh, okay. But, um, I was gonna say The Rock, but yeah. Stolen, but Dave Bautista also. Yeah. Oh, those that's guys, those two guys with hair, uh, bald. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think that's... of a woman, right? You know, I was thinking of the whole controversy with uh, Will Smith, right? I mean, Jada Pinkett oh, Smith. Oh yeah, yeah. Good. With mm-hmm. a pretty much bald head, you know. Not everyone can rock a bald head. What about V'ger? V'ger? Huh? Who's V'ger? Star Trek, the motion picture people. Oh, that. Oh, I've no, never, no, I've no, never no, seen no. a Paul, sorry. No, that, no. <laughs> I, no, I don't think they looked that, that good for her, okay? No. All right. How about, how about you, uh, Dale? Well, since everybody's, since everybody's um, already picked The Rock and Sam Jackson out, I was thinking more of someone that you regularly see with a full set of hair, but oh. has d- done roles bald, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like like Jeff Bridges as Obadiah St- Stane and oh, Iron yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh I think yeah, he, I, I think he looked. I like I, I liked how he looked in that role. In that yeah, movie. he looked good bald. And then uh, then obviously Patrick Stewart. He's oh always, yeah. yeah, totally Patrick Stewart. Yes, he's yes, always yes. looked pretty good. Yeah. I don't awesome. remember him having hair. <laughs> he has a little bit in the well, early yeah, episodes of Next bit. Gen, but barely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always been kind of bald, but yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Geek Devotion uh, says his favorite celebrity is Francisco. Yes. The I captain. But The Rock has that smolder. The captain has that shine. Do we have to read that? those chat messages? <laughs> yes, we have to. Oh my goodness! Let's we keep moving, to. folks. We're walking. Yes. We're walking. Okay. Okay. Great okay. trivia, Francisco. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> now let's have some trivia fun ourselves. Let's find out what you, our awesome rewinders, are had to say about your memories of Dave. Indeed, uh, Catherine Chamberlain says this big. I love this movie. This, this big. Oh, so, okay. Sorry, I got the intonation car. wrong. Yeah, I was going to talk one. about one of my dislikes here in a second, so I'm sorry. Continue. All right. Aaron Wallace says, I love this movie. Kevin Klein is so funny in it. Uh, Kevin Joshua Burnham says, it's, eh, okay. Nathan James Norman says, I remember Sigourney Weaver figured it all out because Kevin Klein was checking out her legs. <laughs> and oh, yeah. <laughs> and her real cool. husband hadn't done that in a while. Uh-huh. Dustin Warford says, love that one. I think it was one of the best switcheroo movies I've seen. Drake Tunstan says, quote, I once caught a fish and it was this, this big. big. All right. Also, it was a drama with some funny parts. And I remember the underlying premise and some of the more dramatic scenes. Uh, Stephanie Russell uh, says, based on my not knowing this at all, I'm like, wait, President Dave? David Bopke says, I wasn't in this. I wonder what else shouldn't have been in this. Well, yeah. let's talk about that, Bobo. What shouldn't have been in Dave? Because it just wasn't quite good. Let's spin up our... Was three. 
Worst three things. And let's start with uh let's start with Paul this time. What's one thing you didn't like about Dave? I don't know, it's because I've seen this before, so I was kind of anticipating, but they set it up kind of earlier on in when uh Dave took over the president that it would just be for a couple weeks while they set up the vice president to fall and take the blame. So yes. he was this was only supposed to be a couple weeks. And that couple weeks while watching the movie kept dragging on and on. And then it seemed like it, like when even when like um, after Frank Langella's character came out and said bad things about the president, like he's in trouble. The news said, OK, it's been a couple weeks since that came out. Like, man, yeah. this guy's in office for like a year. How long is this going on? I feel like it is months. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just felt a little bit off for something that was supposed to be temporarily i believe it's more believable when it's shorter if you're in that yeah. prison for that long it's kind of like hey something's gonna mess things he's up he's gonna then. slip up somehow yeah, yeah somebody's gonna that. find out so yes it was me and my anticipation like okay it's gonna end it's gonna end but it didn't maybe it's mm -hmm. the pacing of that last part i'm not maybe. sure but yeah um that that's totally fair paul uh ken i'm curious was something about this uh unpaced or unbalanced for you well, I did not have to see, even though it's kind of obscured, Kevin Klein's bare butt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay to say he's in the shower scene. So the whole scene between him and Sigourney Weaver, open the door up, he's kind of embarrassed. Like, you know, we yeah, yeah. turn around and he's like, after all, I mean, you're married, right? But for him, it was like. Exactly. You know, exactly. Then, yes. See, before that, I was coming into the shower. I was like, okay, that's what happens in the White House. How, White House is a free ski through showers. I'm like, but you gotta, I don't, didn't need to see that. Okay. So. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, his, I needed to see it because his butt was this, this big. big. <laughs> wow! No, that's I totally get that though, Ken. I totally get that. A fish called Wanda. Using that yeah. too is why. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, you think that was a homage to Fish Called Wanda? No, I was just thinking you guys were talking about a fish, and I stopped. It was just fun. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Uh, Dale, what's something you didn't like about Dave? Well, the. The scene that Kenneth loved, I didn't really care for. Oh, the moment that the moment that he they were stopped by the police. Yes, that, that whole tomorrow thing and the um, uh huh, it's kind of cheesy. Some, for some reason, I it just didn't work for me. I, oh, okay. I may, maybe it's because maybe a couple couple years before King Ralph had a similar scene and I oh that's with uh uh john goodman right yes. yeah Sully. i i don't know it's a, i don't know i i it just didn't work for me i right. i didn't i didn't yeah, I, it didn't work for me either oh, okay that scene, it whatever i i i, I, didn't, <laughs> I don't I'm, I'm glad you enjoy it, it, it just, yeah i liked me, it. it it just didn't work for me it just mm -hmm. i yeah, found it i found it irritating annoying i found I it unbelievable i didn't think it i just didn't I just didn't enjoy it. Oh. Sorry. This movie's no, about lying. Can't you come up with a better lie? Come on. Oh, my gosh. Well, Paul, don't lie to me. What's something else you didn't like? Okay. Uh, you guys Actually, mentioned... scratch that. I haven't shared any of my likes. So I'm go oh, you know what, Captain? First. Go ahead. Take yeah, this one. Thank, thank you. And then You're we'll welcome. go with you, Paul. Yeah. And this is very minuscule. Okay, but... they're on to me then. Ah. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, at he, one of the things he does during this, like, months of being the president which i totally agree with you paul it's like something's gonna it's gonna some crack is gonna show yeah and he has he throws the pitch out at one of the yeah. a baseball game yeah 
I mean, I, I'm no, I'm no expert, but I'm pretty sure like the actual like length of that pitch is pretty far, and yeah. you have to be pretty good at baseball to throw that far. No, so I and he gets it right away. So I feel like they yeah. should have seeded that he was good at throwing things or something because they did. They, they did. Oh, yeah. It's very quick at the beginning of the movie. He's opening up his drawers, and inside one of his drawers is a baseball glove and a ball. Oh, yeah, okay. it's okay. only there for a split second. So I did, they did not. see right. it. Okay, I didn't notice that. That's all right. That's where my I will retract that dislike I told and you, go with my auxiliary dislike that Dang I don't it. know where where tomorrow tomorrow comes from. Yeah. I, they should have told me if it's Annie or Oliver. Oliver. Oh, I should. Yeah. I need to know these things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kevin almost had a stroke there. Oh, but it was my. a wild one. Don't worry, folks. Unless we have someone that looks just like you, can no stroking. Uh, Dale, not Dale. Paul. Yes. Let's go back to you. So, what's something else you didn't like? All right, finally. Um, you guys had mentioned before this whole confrontation thing about like firing Frank Langella and all that, uh, which is total baloney. Like the first time he's in that, I get it. It's in like the the hundredth. Uh, whatever conference thing. So the reporters are there and he's like, Hey, yes. let's change the budget. Mm-hmm. Frank's saying, getting up and saying, Hey, we can't do this. And he's like, why not? Fine. He'll let it go for the cameras. I, I can be persuaded to believe that. Yeah. The moment after that meeting or the uh-huh. days that afternoon, that evening, days after that is a whole lot of time to get Dave fired, killed or whatever behind <laughs> closed doors. That would any, any, progression of the movie beyond that is a little unfeasible to me but how would he let's say he killed him what would happen then i like i said you he was there for months right they had plenty of time to to like okay stick it to him we're we're pinning this all the stuff on him now it's coming out tomorrow like we're getting rid of him asap all right, but then the vice president, I don't know, I guess it goes to the Speaker of the House after that. If they're yes, all, I, I don't know how but, Frank Langella yeah. thinks he's going to be president yeah, based on yeah, the, the exactly. line out there. No, 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 no. Exactly. He, said, he said, we're going to get the, uh, Ben Kingsley uh, has to resign. Yeah. Okay, and then U.S. president can then appoint a vice president when you appoint me. So oh. I senator. Then I'll be vice president. And then they can, you know, get rid of the president and then. Oh, I see. Okay. I I missed that. Along with the baseball glove, apparently. Okay. It was, I do remember that line. It was a quick one, but yeah. Yeah. It just seemed like unfeasible. Like you can, you can, you can fool the people, but to switch that power for people who've been playing the power game for years is unbelievable to me. Okay. That's fair. Uh, Let's see, Dale, what, what wasn't fooling you about this movie? Uh, Okay, I understand that he's supposed to be a doppelganger. He's the dead ringer. Yes, a a dead ringer. ringer. Doppelganger is a demon. Dead ringer is someone who looks just like you, yes. But but it's a wonder that no one else could see any differences. But you would think someone would, would especially the girl that he was fooling around with, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You would think she would notice or said something. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. it's the stroke. Now he's a new spring oh, chicken. You know, it's a I given new lease so. in life. Well, yeah. there was one guy who came in and said, "I've been reviewing." Oh yeah, the right? conspiracy. The that yeah. This, yeah, Oliver Stone. <laughs> that was a great cameo. Was that Oliver Stone? Yeah. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. Oliver Stone on, on Larry King's show. 
Oliver, well, yes. oh, come on, you know that's right. Well, I I just I would just thought that some someone other than just the first lady yeah. would would have at some point would have said, Picked "Hey, yeah. see, yep, too long being notice this." Yeah, notice no, some differences. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, agreed. I, I, he, may, he may be a dead ringer, but somebody would have noticed some differences well, between yeah. even yeah. even the even. Somebody would have picked up on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long him and the vice president had been buddies, but you would think that he would have picked up something the moment he saw him. But I don't know. Well, I think they had this line that you and me don't always uh, see eye to eye, or something. I, I got the sense that there was tension True. between them. That he was like picked the vice president Nance was picked just like to sort of as a as a olive branch to maybe the, right. his other political side or something. But well, when, and they when, sent him to Africa for seven months. I think it was yes. you know, seven weeks. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I, well when I, when he asked him about his past, I would have thought that he would have known that. Oh then, yeah, yeah. That Nance would have known about uh, about uh, Dave's or Mitchell's past. Yes. Uh, I but, get that. But that's that's one of my um, pet peeves, negatives on. Just the, I would have thought somebody would have picked up somebody else other than the first lady would have figured True. him out. Yeah. Besides, I get that. besides Oliver Stone, somebody much much closer. Yeah, I totally get that. Uh, but let's go with Ken next. What should what do you think they should have figured out? What should the movie have figured out not to have done? Well, That's the segue I was going for. No, it's the reason why I, my second, you know, dislike was the fact that he made this feel good speech, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh oh. The, like, the, oh, the one at the end you're talking about? Oh, different ones, okay? You know, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the, yeah. he had several feel good speeches. Yes. I, I wrote down my notes feel good speeches that come from movies and never seen the come from reality. It is like totally yeah. stupid to put into a movie. I mean, I saw it in the uh, 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 Captain America Winter Soldier. When um in the TV series, right at the very end, he makes a speech about. Oh stuff, yeah, and right? everyone's like, listening to him. That's so what stu- I found yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, I'm like it's so stupid. I'm like I'm just like whatever. I was like, how many times do movies do this? I'm like, I'm done. I mean, they're trying to trying to tell us something through the movies, and that's maybe it's what they're trying to do, right? But I'm like, it's so stupid to hear a feel good speech that you know will never come true because it's all not based on reality. So oh, you've been burned too many times. I'm Is sorry, there? I'm curious, Ken. Is there any speech that comes to mind that we you will feel not like go quietly speak? into the night? <laughs> we will not vanish without fight. We're gonna go on. We're gonna survive. Today okay. is our Independence Day. Exactly. That was a better was, one. But that was a honestly. That was. Go ahead, Ken. That was a sci-fi, was a sci-fi movie. Okay, that wasn't yes. a reality movie. Okay, this is more of a reality <laughs> movie because. Think about it. This happened during uh, 1993. So Clinton yeah. came as president, right? And so there's a lot of like some reality in this movie, that's all. So what's what's funny is, yeah, and I get that, Ken. What's funny is Paul started quoting it, and I was looking it up because I wanted to quote it exactly. And I got a little flub because you beat me to the punch there, Paul. But yes, I, I definitely like the ID4 speech. Um, I guess, yeah, Ken, I feel like first off, in reality, speeches are so much longer <laughs> Right. Than anything in movies. And and yeah, they they are in movies I think you're you're trying to build an emotional resonance and that's not really what 
Uh, speech speeches, I guess, should do that in a way, but often don't really. I feel like they might speak to one side of the aisle as opposed to everyone. Um, but uh, so I, I totally get that. I mean, it's a beautiful speech. And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. That's not reality. Okay, so hey, bye. Yeah, where are these invisible jobs coming from? Like, All how right, does he make them appear? Okay, guys, you're getting right into my my tragic maker here. So I'm gonna Let's do, do a quick a quick. My last dislike was the robot arms. I thought that was too goofy. I just thought that was too oh, goofy I like for this movie. Arm? With the Louie Louie with the big with and he's in that factory. I thought that was just yeah, yeah, too fun. It's fun, fun, but it's too goofy. No, I don't see a president I doing didn't. that. I'm sorry. I just I, I totally bought I him. Doing that. Are, yeah, are you the president? No, but I, I I'll tell you what, this movie has an impact on me. Whenever I'm I'm sorry, but whenever I see someone who has like missing arms or missing legs, so <laughs> oh no. Poor Will. He has no legs. <laughs> I don't say it out loud, but that whole thing, like, oh, he has no ears. He has no eyes. Whenever I see somebody in real life that is missing body parts, this that scene comes to mind. I don't remember that. Was All that right. from At the homeless shelter? They're reading yes. a book to the kids. Yes, I remember. The, oh, the... oh, that. Okay, I, I think this is happening at the robot factory. Okay, okay. Well, it's in the same sequence as that. <laughs> okay, okay. Is it though? I don't think it is. Right, it doesn't matter, enough. regardless. Um, so I thought that was too goofy. You guys thought that was fun. That's totally fair. Okay, my, my tragic maker, and this is. We're doing this Patriotic Month. There's going to be a little uh, politics in this, so Woo-hoo. buckle. Watch up. out, controversy. Uh, so in his uh, jobs, so uh, Dave again is impersonating the president. He gives a speech about uh, he wants, and he's coming from a great place because he's a temp, uh, a temp agent, someone who gives people temp work. Yeah. Right. And as a, as a business. yeah, it's, his job is finding other people's jobs. And so he has this, he wants to start this program that every single uh, United Statesian uh, will have a job. Yes. And that's, that's his, his platform now. He wants to make sure everyone has a job. And that's great. I, I'm totally behind that. That's, that's awesome. Personally, I'm, I'm speaking. But then it cuts to a bunch of people, um, like all these, uh, all these like politicians that are actual politicians and stuff. And they, everything in this, in this, everything following that speech gives the sense that, like one of the reporters even says, this is the biggest move since, uh, FDR and, uh, the, the big deal. I'm like, nothing that he said was saying that he's going to make government jobs for everyone. So why is that the assumption and not the assumption that we're going to cut small business taxes to near nothing so everyone can start their entre- entrepreneurial endeavors without, a government uh, taking from them, or we're gonna we're gonna make uh, starting uh, we're starting companies in new locations easier, so that we can uh, increase job growth. Nothing on that side. It's all like, oh, big government is Wait, going to take care of everything for you. Big promises with nothing to back them up. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Speech. I thought of Roosevelt's works project administration, okay? Yeah. Not actually like like you said, getting rid of uh make it so it's easier for corporate get rid of regulations and spur the economy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's I 
if you disagree with my my political bent on that, that's fine. We can disagree. That's fine. But I just I would have liked there to be of I guess more nuance in this movie. That yeah. it, like maybe some people were saying, oh yeah, this is what this means. We're gonna cut taxes oh, you mean on feel good speeches that are based in reality. Yes, the feel good speech that wasn't that apparently wasn't based in reality. I wish the reactions to it were based in reality. And well, actually, I guess they wouldn't have been based in reality. It, the way they did it was probably based in reality, but I would have liked both sides. Like, like in the McLaughlin group, I thought that was supposed to be like these like people of dissenting opinion saying, Oh, I think this means he's gonna, uh, just create this huge uh, huge bureaucracy or he's going to make all these government jobs and someone else is like no no he's going to cut taxes for corporations or small businesses or I, I just wish there was some of that in this it felt very one-sided not surprising from a hollywood oh. movie but i feel like i would i you would know, have liked it to be a little more nuanced that's a good point because when i was talking they actually had actual senators day in mm -hmm. cameo mm -hmm. roles yeah and they when did. they were Pointing toward the Democrat senators, the people who actually were names I recognized back in the day, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, we're mm -hmm. all like, like, yeah, yeah, good, good, yeah, good. This and is all great. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the and Republicans were like, bad, bad, bad. I'm like, yeah, what? yeah. Are you literally trying to say you get get the camera, the mic to this Republican senator to say something like that that would make him look bad in this movie? Yeah, that's interesting. I think yeah, I, 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 I didn't really think about movie. that, but yes, huh? Yeah. This is getting way too political. What's this All movie right. about? <laughs> I I don't know. I, who knows anymore, Paul? Knows. Why don't you bring us back with your tragic maker, Paul? My tragic maker is, okay, I understand Kevin Klein's character looks like the other Kevin Klein's character, but I want to know how a muggle got a hold of some polyjuice potion to look exactly like <laughs> the president. It doesn't make sense. All right. No, no, that's the joke. Uh, my, my tragic I'm maker. I'm shaking my head over here. Is, I'm laughing. That was a good one. <laughs> is, is much like. Kenneth is like he he didn't want to see the the but I I mm -hmm. didn't want to hear the first meeting of these two people together uh be taken the name of the Lord in in vain as as a swear word as as soon as they meet so I just thought it was unnecessary wait when when Sigourney Weaver and no Dave when kiss, Kevin Klein oh. met Kevin Klein when oh! these two people first oh. met oh, oh the okay, president okay, okay. and the and the his replacement yes the president I love of the Keanu in this movie uses Wait, the name of the lord in vain and i was like that's unnecessary it's yes yeah i i can get behind that absolutely paul is it a big behind is it this, <laughs> this big, big. <laughs> um okay we're we're going we're we're walking uh let's go let's keep to... moving folks exactly. we're walking we're walking and let's walk to Ken's Tragic Maker. What did you have, right. Ken? It's the reason why they actually had to get a double in the first place, okay? Oh, so you can sleep yeah. with other women. Everybody was like, we gotta get a double. We do this all the time for the different things, right? Because they, they're like, fine. I thought it was gonna be more like it's a misdirect where he can go off to have a secret meeting with some high-ranking exactly official, did. right? But no. <laughs> he went off to have a trice with Laura Laney, okay? Another actress who recognized from Dave, right? Mm -hmm. right? I'm like, you know, and, like, what? He's having an affair. Yes. Yeah. 93. Yes. Now, mind you, this is before Maya Lewinsky. But this oh, is, is it before? Oh, okay. The Clinton administration, okay? So interesting. I thought it was interesting. Apparently, I saw the, I was watching it on, on, on um, 
Amazon Prime, and they were saying mm-hmm. that both uh, President Obama and Clinton liked this movie. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure Clinton liked it in 93. I don't know. Afterwards, I'm like, you know, well, yeah, he had yeah. a double. But I'm like, that's the reason for that's the double is having I should have had a double. Yeah. I could have got more. had a stroke. I mean. While having I, sex, okay? I'm like, I, all right. Okay. What a lousy premise for. Okay. A lousy I movie. will give some pushback to that. Uh, I didn't like it either. I will agree with that. I, my pushback to that is I feel like that makes it more you more sympathetic to Sigourney Weaver and uh, mm. uh, I forget what's okay. her name in 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 this Zool. not Zool. Oh my gosh, <laughs> oh, Ellen. Ellen, 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 oh, yeah. Ellen. Uh, uh, fall in love with Dave. I feel like that. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like. Uh, he see other than being maybe a, a bad president or a jerk president. Why are you so? Why are you right. so mean to? Because obviously they have a long history of like uh, growing apart. That's fine, but you can't really right. encapsulate that quickly. But having an affair makes it very, very quick. Oh, okay. There's a lot of baggage and and hurt in their marriage. It makes sense why she would could fall for Dave later. I on. think one of the uns, unsung writers of this movie is probably Hillary Clinton. Okay, she must have given him, given people some information. I'll I'll tell you what is I think is even worse than that is uh Sigourney Weaver's character at the end. You like yeah. it at the end where like you know, oh she sticks with Dave at the end. But I if like you think that, about yeah. it, that's just sad. That's like Jackie Onassis falling in love with all these President Kennedy lookalikes and and oh. impersonators did and she? like marrying them. No, yeah. that would be sad <laughs> if she did. <laughs> It, yeah, it's exact. Yeah, it's it's like a Priscilla Presley falling in love with all these Elvis yeah. per- impersonators. It it would just be sad. People wouldn't think like, oh, what what a nice, happy, feel good movie. No, it's sad. It's just, oh, I don't find it sad. But I, I see what you're saying, Paul. But I feel like it's like, well, it's I don't know. One of you said I forget who it was that she sort of had the same package, but the the interior was way different and somewhat way more. Uh, connected I, with I her. I like on the peanut other... butter filling instead of the creamy oh filling. What you... <laughs> anyway, there's just all sorts of filling in this movie, uh, or feelings about it, I should say. Dale, how? What, what did you feel the worst about when it came to the movie day? What was your tragic maker? Well, I started this little discussion talking about how good it was to see all the actors, but one actor that I didn't really care for was Charles Grodin. Yes. Oh, really? Okay, interesting. I'm not the some, only one. Some reason, he seemed like he didn't. To me, he he didn't seem like he fit the, in this movie. Mm-hmm. He looked like he looked like. I know the character himself didn't want to be there, but mm-hmm. it always it always looked like that Charles Grodin didn't want to be there. Yeah, himself. I I, I, uh, I kind of sense that as well. It, yeah, it, but it, I I sense that in a lot of his. <laughs> Films. <laughs> well, I, I I don't know how old he was in the movie, but I know he they're, they're trying to to uh, young him down some. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's some. There was something in this movie. He he he. he yeah. I I don't. I didn't feel like he belonged. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't seem like he wanted to be. He, yeah. he didn't look like somebody he wanted to be there. Yeah. Again, I, I know. I know the character. It's himself that want to be there in the White House or whatever. But the actor himself didn't 
he just looked, and it, the, his, I, you could tell he was, I don't know if he was wearing a tay or a hair, <laughs> but you could tell that, that he, had, he, he was wearing one if he, mm. either way. That mm-hmm. hair did not look natural for a 58 year old. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, what I was talking about, Dale, I'm like, as you're describing, I'm like, you're right. I didn't think about that. Charles Grodin, I like seeing Charles Grodin, but you're right. He was like out of place. Maybe it was just like a, a paycheck for him. He's like, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, again, I mean, I, I don't know if they were doing, I know Bonnie Hunt was in this. I don't know if they were doing uh, Beethoven at the same time, but it, it just seemed like he didn't want to be here, be there. To mm-hmm. me. Yeah, so yeah. that was my, that took me out when every time I saw him. Yeah. So Beethoven was, gave, came I, out the year before. It, it, it was it was uh, nice to it was well, nice to see him in the movie, mm-hmm. but for some reason it just he didn't look like he wanted to be there. So yeah, that that, that just me. All right, let's do a quick uh, flash re- recast. Who do you who do you see in the Charles Grodin role besides Charles Grodin? Uh, let's start with Paul. Uh, off the top of my head, Martin Short. Okay, ah. Martin Short. Uh, how about you, Ken? Harold Ramis. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can see that, Dale. I have a clue at the moment. Bill I Murray. <laughs> I, no. no, I was going to go <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Aykroyd yeah. too. Yeah. I yeah. feel like Aykroyd oh, is better. Yeah, any of the Ghostbusters guys. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> any substitute yeah. you want, the Ghostbusters will oh, work. Rick Moranis. Of course, he's a CPA Ghostbusters. Good yes. <laughs> yeah, day, eh? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You know, awesome. You know? Did you know Dan Aykroyd was nominated for Oscar? No. Uh, for, for what movie? I think it was My Fellow American. Oh, or, huh. Okay. That that are that are my drive, driving Miss Daisy. I think. I'll oh, tell you what. Okay. I didn't know that. But I got I, I got to look it up, but I remember he got nominated for Oscar once. Oh, cool. Charles that, Paul? Grodin did. He 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 came out not only Dave but So I Married an Axe Murderer, Heart and Souls, and Beethoven Second all came out in 1993. He was Whoa. just overworked. That's what <laughs> it is, Kay. I forgot he's in Heart and Souls. That's right. Um, all right, guys. Well, we've entered all our trajectories into the fire. Miss Daisy, right? Drive Miss Daisy, you got it. Oh, for Dan, best Act, supporting right? actor. He was nominated. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. Interesting. I didn't know that. We've entered all our trajectories in the firing computer for Dave. Not oh yeah, season. yeah. We got to get back to that. Let's keep moving, folks. Alice, we're walking. We're walking. Do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Trying to get our authority out. All right, time to get your veto pens out or your signing bill pens out, whatever you would say. Uh, do we rate Dave a classic? We'd recommend anyone go and watch this film, whether or not you've seen it before. A nostalgic, it's worth revisiting again if you remember watching it uh, in the, I don't know, whenever, since 1993. Maybe you liked it back then. It'd be worth to rewatch again. Or is it a tragic? It's not worth anyone's time today. If you've never seen it before, keep it that way. And if you have seen it before, don't rewatch it because rewatching it will sully any good memories you have. And no, this is not the salvo of authority to all you here live who's put, spamming that. Yeah. But let's start. Use your salvo authority. You started it, Captain. We're just, with they're just following orders. Salvo at the ready. 
Dale. What's that? What was your uh, final reign for Dave? You predicted nostalgic. What did it end up being for you? Nostalgic. Nostalgic. Uh, um, this is this is a. Uh, it may not be a, a great movie, mm-hmm. but it's it's a cool movie. When I first saw this movie, I called it flipping through channels. I never saw it in the theater or anything. Oh, okay. Um, but it's one of those movies that you can sit down on a Sunday yeah. afternoon and just chill out with. Yes. Uh, yeah. It, it, it just, it's not, it's not, it's not something I would see in the theater, but it, but, but like I said, it's a cool movie to chill out with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, let's go to, to Ken next. What is so, your final rant? I went in nostalgic, okay? Yep. Uh-huh. And I, I know as I was thinking about watching it, I said, I figured, you know, I'm going to raise the tragic at the end, okay? But, mm-hmm. but, 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 but in the end, I'm saying nostalgic. Oh, okay. I can't say classic. I don't think it holds up on certain aspects of it, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's, I think it's I'm nostalgic. If you saw it before, you know, then go see it again. But if you haven't seen mm-hmm. it, this is free. You know, I pay three bucks on Amazon Prime because, you know, we're free. And don't pay for it. Very fair. Uh, Paul, let's go to you next. Um, you had, I, you had predicted classic, so yeah. um, high bar. Yeah. My final rating is, is still classic. I enjoyed this movie. Um, oh, okay. It's, I, I, if you haven't seen it before, I wouldn't say, you know, drop everything you have. And go, <laughs> this is a must see. Absolutely not. It's, it's right what Dale said. I, if you sit down, you know, nothing to do that. I, I, I think it's enjoyable enough mm-hmm. despite its flaws. Um, so I'd recommend it if someone said, Hey, let's put this on. I'm like, yeah. Let's go for it. All righty. Uh, That's kind of like a Monty Python Holy Grail movie type thing. <laughs> anyway, we're moving on. Uh, so we're going to keep walking or whatever she says. We're moving on, people. Um, so Let's keep moving, folks. We're walking. We're I walking. didn't need the whole drop again, Paul. Uh, the anyway. whole thing is we're walking, we're walking, we're stopping. You should have had the something too. We're getting there. We're still walking, though. <laughs> My final rating is I predicted nostalgic and i actually i had a lot of fun with this movie i was surprised at how how just how fun and delightful it was and and sweet in a lot of ways i felt like it had a good amount of heart not like it's not like the most a movie with tons of heart but it definitely has some it's not not princess bride sure um so i actually rated it a classic as well so we are at a draw, which means we have to go to draw. our patrons at the $5 more level, our Rewind Republic, and they will help us decide the final reign for Dave. So can I, Francisco, vote can I vote? Francisco from the... No, you can't, Scott. Francisco from the future, what is the final reign for Dave? <sighs> Thank you, Francisco and crew from the past. So according to our Rewind Republic, they unanimously rated Dave a nostalgic film. So, uh, Francisco, you'll have to tabulate that. I think that comes out to a nostalgic in the past, but yeah, you, you know what to do. Go do it to Francisco and crew from the past. Well, I mean, I could see why, I mean, uh, Ken and Dale, you obviously thought it was nostalgic and I predicted that. So yeah, I, I could see why the patrons would have gone that I way. I don't, I, I demand rewinders a recount. No, rewinders <laughs> are smart. Okay. They're very smart. They understand these things. Hey, okay? They are they rad, are smart. but I don't know 
this is pretty fun movie. Anyway, also helps I I did kind of like you know give him free. Oh, free you swayed oh, the votes. Oh, oh, this goes. Is that how you manipulate the votes these days? Ah, okay. okay, it's like Ken's a regular Frank Langella over here. Jeez, just <laughs> signing, vetoing whatever he wants. Wow, I didn't know we had Skeletor aboard. All right. Oh, my gosh. Well, according to Retro Rewind Podcast, thanks to our Rewind Republic, thank you, patrons, we rate Dave a disputed nostalgic film. It's worth rewatching again, but if you've never seen it before, watch something else. All right, guys, uh, now it's time to get back, to get back to our own time, good old 20XX. 20XX! Concepts Online. Receiving incoming transmission. You know what's fun? Frank Langella did get to be president as Nixon. Oh yeah, that's right. Frost Nixon, right? Yeah. And that okay, cool. How I never saw it. Was he any good in that? Yeah, he was good in that. I imagine he's good. I mean, he's he's, he's great in this film. I mean, so he's Skeletor. Come on. I can't get better than that. That's the yeah. top role right there. You need a better anyway, Feels good to be back. But we wouldn't have been able to travel back. Sorry. To, is it what? Oh, is this a health director's job to clean up the when someone throws up because of the whole type table stuff? Yes, because sometimes I throw up on the way back to our own time. Good old 20XX gun. Thanks for 20XX! I wasn't thinking of you. I was thinking of EB, but okay. Go. All right. Well, we're back in 1993 now, and that's thanks no, to we're our not. amazing... We're back in 20XX now. Of course. <laughs> well, you know what? Time can be relative when you're floating through it all the time. Yes, all you're right, relative. Paul. We're Never at 20XX. 20XX? Thanks to our patrons, oh, yeah. our amazing reflux capacitors, namely... Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keane, Patrick Hicks, Chris Cowan, Geek Devotions, The Untold Podcast, James Kennison, Drew of the Cellcast, Ashley Cronenberry, Pastor Houston, Kenneth, and oh, you're right here! <laughs> Redeemed Otaku, That's Our Baba, Josh Adams, Steve Tungsten, Andy Lewis, Jeff, The Dapper Man Reviews, Tony from the Retro Days, Mr. Lost, Daryl Hafner, Rosie, in addition to seven other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help us keep flying for as little as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, which I am very behind on right now. I'm sorry to our current patrons on that. But if you're seeing this like five years in the future, then maybe it's all caught up by now, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> you can head over to RetroRionPodcast.com slash support to start. This stream is sponsored by PaulJPowers.com. And while we're thanking people, we also want to give a big presidential hug Ooh. to Dale and Ken for supporting us with their thoughts on Dave the movie, not the TV show. So um, as I do, I like to start going by alphabetical order, which I believe is Dale. So, oh, I was going to say, so Kenneth and Paul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this time we'll start with Dale. Where can people okay. find you online? Is there anything cool you got going on? I ain't got nothing cool going on, but... Uh... You can find me on hanging around on Facebook with the Devoted Geek Life. All right. Awesome. And, Very cool. And Ken Cummings, thank you for joining us again. And congratulations on your promotion, demotion, and then promotion again. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you online? Is there anything cool you got going on? <laughs> you can find me on Twitch at KenethN. You can find me on Twitter at Kenneth and Live. Uh, I not doing a show tonight, but I'm doing this show. Whoa, but but yeah. tomorrow I'll be on with Trandy MMO show with Sir Jaziel, Sol Sir Jaziel and Solomon. 
talking about MMO stuff, you know, and then playing some, probably some WoW classic afterwards. So, yeah. Why is it called the Trinity MMO show, Ken? Because, first off, as Christians, we believe in the Holy Trinity of of God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Second thing, as MMO players, we understand the idea of Trinity of tank, heal, and DPS, okay? Mm. And third, because there's three of us, one, two, three of us, that's three, and oh my gosh, there's three of threes, and you got Trinities coming out all over the place. Whoa. It's like the Matrix. It's like a Triforce of Trinities. There you go. Awesome. Thank you again so much, Dale and Ken and my awesome VP, uh, Paul Powers. Yeah. uh, And and all you rewinders, new and old, for another fun voyage. And you're welcome. You can find me, pauljpowers.com, where I have all my social media links and find out what's going on with me at pauljpowers.com. Whoa, who could have thought? Uh, find me on Discord, Francisco, uh, for show announcements or just to say hi. And join, you can join us there at retroreonpodcast.com slash Discord. This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box, a curated collection of podcasts, videos, and articles that will provide you a balanced meal of content. You will find culture celebrated for its past and future, satirized for its extremes, explored in study and created anew in story. Point your web browser to culturebox.media. Culture.media. Yes, as Nathan Uh, just said, we are now part of culturebox.media, the Culturebox Network there. Find all the shows unpacking truth through story, comedy, and geekery at hmm, culturebox.media, not cult, (laughs) culturebox.media. And with that, Captain, we are on final approach to the cottage. (laughs) (laughs) Cottage? Hopefully they'll let us in. I hope Olympus hasn't fallen, but thank you, Exo, and thank you all for listening. We pray you are more joyful today than when you first hit play. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for Rush Hour 2, our next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. We're walking, we're walking, and we're stopping. <laughs>